Welcome back to the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Conquer the Gauntlet Pro, Evan Preparis, and for the first time, we are doing an episode where everyone is physically sitting in the room with me, and we are passing around the mic. So I'm not sure how the acoustics are going to be in here. We're recording actually at Conquer Fitness, the weekend of the Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team Takeover, but let's introduce who we have here today. So first, I have Brenna. Hello, everybody. Glad to be back and with so many people here together today. I have Conquer the Gauntlet Pro and Death Race finisher, Christina Honey Badger Armstrong. Hello. I don't have any big words. Hi. (laughs) I also have Nathan Palmer here, another Conquer the Gauntlet Pro, the man with the record for the most consecutive Conquer the Gauntlet finishes, which is 10 consecutive uh, podium finishes, excuse me, which is 10 in a row. He's also the team captain of Saddle Up for Spartan Ultimate Team Challenge. Nathan, say hi. Hello. And then we have Daniel Leonard, a regular of the CTG family, helps out with Conquer Youth, got his first elite CTG belt last year at Conquer the Gauntlet Tulsa, and he was also one of my main pacers for Endure the Gauntlet. So huge shout out to him, and thanks for all his help. Hello. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) All right, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about the pro team takeover, and then kind of what our goals are for 2019. So we're going to share some of that and work on talk about how we can work towards those goals. So first of all, we just finished the Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team Takeover here in Tulsa in Conquer Fitness. And uh, Brenna, tell me about kind of the event, how it went. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. For those that don't know, this was our third CTG Pro Team Takeover here at Conquer Fitness in Tulsa. And it was a good turnout. Um, Basically, when we do these events, we like to start out, we do uh, Saturday morning a partner workout where you get to come and pick a pro team member or partner, uh, do a fun buddy workout. And we follow it up with some questions and answers seminar, training techniques. Um, But I actually led the workout yesterday due to just kind of recovering from an injury. And then it was good. Evan actually designed the workout and I think crushed some hearts and souls with 200 push-ups mixed in there. But then we switched off and did our um, question and answers, and it was awesome. People got to ask Evan things about World's Toughest Mudder and his recent um, team win for the guys uh, World's Toughest Mudder event and did some training techniques. But um, I think Leonard actually helped us a lot with asking questions to Evan on training, food, and things like that. And then we had a lot of fun and did a ninja competition. So um, you want to talk about who our winners and stuff we had? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have trouble remembering all their names. Well, actually, we had it was a lot of um, CTG family came and hung out, a bunch of ninjas. We did a mix of a ninja course, and the results are still on the board behind us. Oh, nice! There we go. We had um, the fun thing I think for the guys that threw it off, especially was we Evan threw in a 90 pound, and it definitely slowed everybody down and taxed them before they hit the next bit of strong grip obstacles. But want to give a couple shout outs to, let's say, Tabby from KCOCR traveled here. And she surprised herself with taking third for the female in the competition. We also had 
Heather from uh, CTG family. She's come to a lot of our races and been in Little Rock, made it to second place female. And Megan, who used to train here at Conquer Fitness, now trains at the Broken Arrow Ninja Gym in Tulsa or outside Tulsa and Broken Arrow. She took first place for the females. She had such improvement. It was awesome to see Megan because we've seen her at a few of the other takeover events. And I mean, she took first for the females when last time she definitely struggled, but it was great to see that improvement. And that's what we like to see when they come back out. Um, the gentlemen, again, really impressive. They all took a couple runs to best the time from the next one. Um, a younger ninja took third place. I actually, he was new to me. I do not recall, um, but he will be back, I know. And then we had Josh, who is a Conquer Fitness regular here, CTG family, has been seen at a few of the CTG races, took second with a battle between Tom. They went back and forth to try and beat each other's times, but they've all been here before and it was great. Um, Evan, you want to talk a little bit more about what went on for the day? Yeah, well, let's get someone whose opinion who actually ran the course. So, Daniel, what did you think of the, the Ninja short course we had prepared? Uh, like Brent said, it was pretty uh, brutal with the uh, double wreck bag carry, and uh, uh, but the obstacles in general were pretty awesome as usual. Uh, the the short course ninja and short ninja course is always a bit of a challenge, but um, uh, definitely a new rig design, uh, which made it real interesting, and then uh, adding in a lot of a. Uh, 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 Lachaise, which seems to be the new thing for CTG uh, courses as well, so it was a pretty good, pretty good course, and like uh, like Brennan said, pretty taxing with the uh, with the weight carries. Awesome, yeah. Thanks for the input. Now, the the other thing we did was the actual technique thing. So we actually talked about you know what to do to complete obstacles, and the coolest part about that is we had two ladies who had never been over an eight foot wall before. And we were like, no, you can definitely make it over. And they're like, well, I don't know. So we like went outside, went over some technique, gave them a bunch of repetitions. And then um, we used a combination of what I call peer pressure and the observer effect, right? So having someone watch you and be like, no, no, do it, um, works. So one of the girls gets over and one of the girls gets over and she's like, no. So who got over? Tabby got over Tabby. first. Well, and then, this is how I fail usually. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Amy saw Tabby get over and she's like, all right. And it does it on the next run. So yeah, that was pretty awesome to see. And then we also had another girl get across stairway for the first time. So it was cool to have people come out, pick up some techniques, you know, and there's, that's not a muscular improvement. That is talking to people, learning a little bit, couple of techniques, and, you know, having that observer effect, that peer pressure to perform. So that was cool to see. And having someone there actually seeing what you do, explain it to you, and then you can physically make changes to your technique. I think that helped them out a lot too. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So after that, and then after the ninja competition, we did a ruck. So, Nathan, what did you think of the ruck there? It was a lot of fun. Uh, we just basically gathered a bunch of toys we got and went on a two-mile hike basically to the uh, a local brewery where we dropped off the toys for tots and... It was just an all-around fun event where people could just come around and uh, benefit, or yeah, benefit it to a cause and stuff. I will say, uh, at certain times during the ruck, I believe Brenna was winging the course. <laughs> it seemed like we were getting lost a couple times, but but we didn't backtrack not one bit. So <laughs> maybe she did. Um, excuse me. Let me clarify that I had a very well thought out planned 
course for our ruck you know i just wanted to take the crew down historic route 66 a little bit wanted to stay off the main street so we didn't get too many weird looks with all our shenanigans there was no confusion i knew exactly where we we're going thank you very much but no it was really awesome to benefit and help out ctg family and people that have helped us throughout the years and do something good for a good cause and kids it was just a lot of fun cool yeah and then after that, we at nighttime, we did the party, the after party. So we did Brenna's housewarming party. We all went back to Brenna's place. People had a couple drinks, let loose a little bit. It's the off season. Evan ate chocolate-covered pretzels, everybody. And, and a Kit Kat. And this morning, oh, yeah, he's been going crazy, y'all. Let loose. I, I had a bang energy drink. <laughs> that was... He had two, but somebody drank the other one. Daniel. It was Daniel. <laughs> the pina colada one? That was oh, mine. That was, that was mine, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see any names on it, so, I mean, I went was, for it. Was yours on it? Yeah, it said bang. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that was the after party. Any, uh, any highlights anyone wants to share? I don't know how much of it is no, PC. No, 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 because or... what happens at takeover party events stays at takeover party events. <clears throat> Last year. <clears throat> yeah, so... <laughs> Um, definitely try to make it out to the next Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team Takeover. We're planning one for February. We're going to lock down the date before this podcast comes out. So uh, check the Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team Facebook page and you'll see the date. Speaking of that, I have a pretty epic thing planned, which is going to tie into our next topic, which is goals for 2019. Evan, do tell. What crazy things do you have planned? So as you know, I like to do one ultra OCR thing every year, like kind of outside the box, not necessarily part of a race so my plan for 2019 is to do I call it OCR mill 2-4 so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show up to Conquer Fitness on Saturday get on a treadmill run a mile do four obstacles repeat for 24 hours <laughs> OCR mill 2-4 going on the same weekend as Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team Takeover so the looks on everybody's faces right now as you can see HV there's just nothing coming out of her face. It's just like blank. Leonard is laughing and <laughs> she doesn't know what to say. HB looks like she's about to throw up. <laughs> I know what exactly to say. I will not pace Evan on this event. <laughs> I'm just thinking nobody, nobody wants, nobody wants to watch that. Like, you know, like who's gonna? Why? So here's the cool part. So it's gonna go on the same weekend as the Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team Takeover. I'm gonna raise money for Folds of Honor again. So I'll be off in the corner of the gym, running a mile, doing obstacles, <laughs> but it'll be the normal Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team takeover. So you'll have the workout in the morning, you'll have the Q&A thing, you'll have the ninja competition. The after party will no longer be at Brenna's place. We are going to switch it to Conquer Fitness slash Sleepover. So we're all going to hang out here all night while I sweat and uh, <laughs> question my life choices. This got a whole lot more interesting now. <laughs> I really want to know what obstacles are you going to do in between the runs? Can we pick? I think there should be like a Booty. hat and then when it's like an hour comes up, somebody comes over and picks out of a hat and then that's the obstacle you have to do. Oh, that is good. I like that. Yeah. I like the idea of putting in a dollar to Ooh. pick the obstacles yeah, or maybe uh, puts in the mo like you can put in and then they draw you put in money and that goes towards why, why are you so close to my mouth <laughs> um 
So not, not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was getting, the first thing popped in my mind is that's what she did just say. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's a good idea. So that money can go towards Folds of Honor, and then you put a money you put money in, and and then you get a ticket or something, and then if your name gets drawn, you get to come over and tell, okay, Evan, I want you to do this obstacle. Yeah, I like it. All right, game on. Endless rig. I will start saving up. <laughs> I think this could really bring in the most money out of these events you've done for Folds of Honor because we like to see you hurt. And I think we want a part of it instead of you getting to pick all the fun. So I like that. Plus, we could all sleep in the gym and play on obstacles all night and have fun while he's being miserable. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great event. And yeah, looking forward to it. Looking tentatively at either February 16th or February 23rd. Going to lock down those dates again by the time this podcast comes out. So follow our Facebook page, watch for that announcement, and definitely come out and hang out with us for the weekend. It will literally be weekend activities for 24 hours, whether you're sleeping in the corner or <laughs> outside getting shanked by a homeless man because you've wandered off drunk or something. We need to get some, like, some of our sponsors to come out here. Can we get a, like, a food truck? Or oh, man. Like a- we got all these ideas rolling out. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> I, have, I have good ideas. Every once I don't recommend going to sleep in the corner because something probably will happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard, you act like we are mean people and like we would do mean things to one another. Napalm. <laughs> I have no problem staying up for 24 hours, so I know I'm not going to be on the receiving end. All right. So, everybody, pay attention. We have lots of fun happening in February. But with that being said, Evan, what other goals might you have for 2019? Or is that kind of as far as you've gotten? Because that's pretty insane. I mean, that's the big one. As always, Ultra OCR is my main focus. So, uh, watch for me at a bunch of CTG Continuum events. Watch for me at a bunch of Toughest Mudder events. So, that format has switched to 12 hours, which should make it a little more interesting for me personally. I think that's where... Um, people who don't necessarily train as hard or as long for that distance, I think that'll help me out. I think I'll move up a couple places compared to previous year's Toughest Mudder performances. And then other than that, obviously, World's Toughest Mudder is my big one. And if they're still doing the team, which I hope they will, uh, I, you most likely see me and Wesley back on the course defending that, uh, that title there. So let's start off with who else's uh, 2019 goals. Let's go with Nathan here, who's been... Who's been quiet? What do you got, Nathan? I plan on upping my running and maybe... Upping your running how? Like miles or races? Uh, Probably just going to up my training and just see where that goes. Uh, right now I have nine races on the calendar. Um, you can see me at every single CTG. There might be one I missed for a softball tournament but other than that you know just look forward to me being there at all the ctg races pushing every one of you and then you'll be at and all rock the, taping us too you'll be at all the and yes i will be providing rock tape so if you come and find me before a race preferably at least 30 minutes to an hour hour and a half before the race and not five minutes before the start goes off daniel I, I like to keep the pressure, you know, at level 10. So, Are you, for 2019, will you be involved in Conquer Youth again? Yes, I will be at every Conquer Youth event. So if you are you have a kid or something that wants to come out, um, it, they're good gifts for nieces, nephews. I know I've got some of that coming up. So uh, just uh, come check out Conquer Youth. It's a lot of fun for kids ages 5 to 17. 
um, different levels of um, difficulty also so we pretty much have everything for everybody so come out and have fun yeah let's go around the horn so uh, Daniel what do you got big goals for 2019 uh, well the biggest goal for 2019 is gonna be definitely world's toughest mutter uh, shooting for 65 miles I'm just going to put that out there now <laughs> So it is on record. I can actually come back and listen to this podcast when it's really in the suck for the training. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Uh, you know, Evan was out at World's Toughest Mudder uh, this year with uh, with myself. Uh, we were pit crewing, and uh, we both looked at the event and said we're going to do it. And he just threw it out there. He's going to go for that uh, that orange bib. Oh, it's like it's like yellow now. Yellow. Gold, whatever it it for number one. Just so you know, double zero. We're putting I'm it just double. You out. <laughs> Even you, Ryan. Even you, Ryan. I've, I've never ran more than 19 miles in a day, so um, I just want you to know I'm coming, all out. <laughs> I mean, it's big. It's better to aim high, you know, <laughs> and, and miss dramatically than. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah that's gonna be my goal uh training is definitely gonna be uh uh, uh the intensity is gonna be picked up quite a bit thanks to uh evan's uh ultra blood bible and the elite uh guide of the ops course racing uh gonna put together my training training for 2019 uh definitely throwing in some continuums with ctg uh, it will be a good uh, uh, cursor for uh, for the world's toughest, and then uh, a couple other events, and uh, taking part in Conquer Youth as well. Um, when it's close and doable, I uh, I hitch in and uh, help out with the Conquer Youth. So, oh, those are my main goals. So, uh, so I don't know. I think by the time this will come out, there'll be an announcement that next year I will not be on the Conquer the Gauntlet Pro Team. So. Um, I think back in, I think when I got into OCR back in 2014, 15, I was on a lot more podiums and stuff for endurance racing. And then it seems like once I joined, not anything knocking CTG, but once I joined the team, there was a lot of pressure to keep up with all of y'all and master the obstacles and all that. And I took a big dip in my endurance racing. So um, my goal next year is to get back. I'll start off the year uh, January doing TPK Endurance, where that'll be a 36-hour event. I'll also be with uh, Amy Padgett from our team, Pamela Hoffman, uh, Leah Stanley. So the four of us are hoping to be the number one female team on that. And then um, we'll do, um, I plan, my goal is to do World's Toughest. It was my goal last year, but unfortunately I did the, the race in Germany. Um, so going back to Killington, my goal, top five at Killington uh, for Ultra Beast. Um, basically getting back in, I mean, I don't really care about getting on being number one at, at anything, but getting back on at least top five and podiums uh, back in endurance racing. So, I mean, you're, you're uh, one of my goals this year was to train a lot harder because, and I think when, when I had originally put my excerpt in your book before, I didn't really train a lot. And I'm, I've got three kids two jobs and I, my racing, my run training was just kind of getting up and training here and there. Um, so I realized to keep up with everybody else on the pro team, I really had to, to start putting some effort in. Um, so yeah, I think I've got the training stuff down. I just, I've got to get back to running more miles and stop focusing so much on 
I mean, yes, obstacle course racing, but I, yeah, it's, I, there's a lot more I can improve this year. So I think I can piggyback off of whatever I did last year. Um, I don't have any big goals of beating anybody. Oh, making sure I'm, Brenna does not beat me at uh, the Conquer Continuum, because I know <laughs> that's her goal. And so that's my one goal is make sure that I beat Brenna at Continuum. So Ouch. yeah. <laughs> You can't beat me at Continuum. Ooh, all right. Oh. Yeah. So Continuum, Continuum will definitely be, hopefully, I can't, because I can't. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Yeah. She wanted to wrestle me last night. Now it's Continuum. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to wrestle everybody. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I can't, I, not that I can't really podium or finish with my belt for a regular CTG, but I think Continuum uh, will be a good aspect for me. So hopefully to dominate that. Brenna. Well, with that being said, I guess I need to add to my list that um, apparently I can't let HV beat me at a continuum. Oh, so yeah. So um, yeah, 2018 was by far my worst OCR season. Uh, so for 2019, I have some pretty big goals. I will say the biggest goal and the biggest fight for me is going to be not to let depression win and take over, and that is kind of what set 2018 into a bad season um, but I've been focused I'm really focusing and concentrating on my training with uh, Yancey Culp and then I am happy to say that I finally took the leap and got myself a registered dietitian to help with my eating and so far I've already seen improvements so I feel like these goals are gonna happen easier I hope a um, couple quick ones I hope to race in a new country I always do that try and travel and keep the racing going uh, I do have a goal that I would like to win another Savage Axe. It's just, I've, I've missed it, but I really, in particular, I want Texas or Georgia because those are home to me, but they're also some of the toughest competition for females. So we'll see if I can go out there and get that. Maybe Ashley won't show up so I can have a chance. <laughs> um, and then a big one kind of CTG related. I hope, Randy, are you listening? Because my big goal for CTG this year is I would like to beat you at a CTG race that's not an XTC or a special event. So um, that one for me, I feel like a pretty lofty goal. But and Randy currently has the record <laughs> for both, for any gender, uh, 10 wins, so 10 Conquer the Gauntlet Gauntlets, which I think the next highest person is Bryce at seven. And I was so mad because I was close to Randy at the beginning of the season. I was like one away, and then I think she won every one of them this year practically <laughs> so there went that um i will say that next year for 2019 i am going to race yep i'm about to say it i am going to race a spartan race again it has been a few seasons and i don't know my thoughts on it but i just i feel like i need to go back and give it a try so i have a goal of a top five finish at a spartan race um and i want to complete pegatron without the block as terrible as that sounds it got me in little rock wasn't able to do it it was a bad bad season so that's on there um but yeah i think i think we all have some really fun things planned for 2019 lots of good things to happen improvement and yeah he did I he's the crazy yeah and world's toughest and focused man hp's not even listening and we're like all sitting together gosh uh-huh <clears throat> but no it's gonna be a good year for everybody lots of things happening and Hopefully you guys have some goals yourselves. I was just telling HB to make sure it's been 
proven and myself and a lot of people will agree that write down your goals if you write them down it's a better chance that it'll actually happen I told her that I had wanted and hoped to be on Broken Skull Challenge for a couple seasons it didn't happen I wrote it down one year and that year I got picked so it's proof it happens for sure yeah no absolutely definitely and that's kind of one of the reasons we're doing this format of this episode is publicly stating your goals forces you to be accountable to them right because people people don't like to be hypocrites and like putting something out there and letting people know what you're doing you know creates this peer pressure um creates this observer (laughs) effect where you feel now the need to train and perform to actually fulfill those goals so even if you're not even if you don't have you know if you don't have like a huge social media following or whatever it doesn't matter like post it to your facebook timeline at the beginning of the year and let people know what you're up to and Stephen from CTG, uh, I will keep every belt <laughs> at all four events, <laughs> without a doubt. Are you going to four? Yes, there's some conflicts, uh, <laughs> scheduling conflicts with one. I mean, there's some commitments I made previously. <laughs> so the good thing about going to four CTGs is you'll get the Centurion Medal. So if you go to four of the six events currently scheduled, you that's 100 obstacles, four times 25. And you get this kind of this pretty awesome looking metal. So definitely check that out. Some good stuff there. Since we have so many people here, I normally do only do this when we have three people. But we're going to go tell us, tell us one thing uh, people would be surprised to know about you. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you guys on the spot here. Though, which one was that? Yeah, but you're going to have to explain it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going to start with Brenna, and we'll go, we'll go around the horn uh, that way. So, Brenna, tell us one thing people would be surprised to know about you. Oh, man, I'm running out of these things because people know all about me because I say and talk so much. Um, <laughs> but I would like to say that for those of you that don't know, I used to work at a establishment called The Pink Pony in Atlanta, mm. and I worked at a strip club. Mm, the Faces... What do you think? There's a lot of staring. Yep. Awkward, awkward, quiet moment. Let me clarify for everybody, <laughs> though. <laughs> I'm just. I was just gonna say. I heard there was a problem with Brenna and wearing enough clothes, so I'm not that shocked. <laughs> <laughs> not that shocked at all. All right. On that note, let me clarify. I was a cocktail waitress at the strip club for two years solid. Never once did I take my clothes off, and I actually had to be fully clothed because there were other ladies that made their profession without the clothing. But it's nothing negative. I will say I made a lot of awesome friends, family that I still talk to for years, and I made a lot of money to travel around and follow my passion of racing, obstacle course racing. So it's not a bad thing. I worked at a strip club. I think I got you beat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should yes, stop recording. No, keep going. Do it. All right, go. Do it. Um, okay. I also worked at an establishment. <laughs> it was called Baby Dolls Dallas. However, I was not a cocktail waitress. Damn. Yep. I knew this. Did you not know that? I, I think I heard oh. it. I, I can't remember where I heard that. Brenna probably told me one night. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like I got nothing. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, did you work at a gentleman's club? I mean, I, I feel like I maybe need to go, like, give it a shot real quick <laughs> and then come back, and then I got this great story. Hey, it, here's the, do you want to guess what my stage name was? Uh, HB? Nope. <laughs> okay, I got nothing. What was your stage name? I'm, I'm 
All right, I feel like it should be something a little more like no. goth related because she wears a lot of black, like Nighthawk or. <laughs> I don't. Wait, I'm not something. goth. That, yeah, so. You have an obsession with Nightmare Before Christmas. That doesn't make me goth. Oh, all right. So yeah, and this was at the oh, time. Myra. So, oh, but Myra. I I was. I was I was definitely not the Next typical dancer. I was because um, I I ran. And most people know that I was on full or scholarship through. Um, I ran out through high school and then I was on scholarship through college to, to race and then being able to, you had to be at workout twice a day and then I tried to hold down a regular job and it wasn't worth it. So a friend of mine and I were like, hey, let's go, let's go do this. And so making, working, so I, I wasn't really good at it. Let's just say that because I'm very, y'all, everybody knows that I'm extremely honest and talkative. <laughs> And so I'd like the worst stripper. I really am because I would sit with people and talk and they knew everything about my college, everything. So I had a lot of like regular customers that would come in and sit and pay me to tell them who all the dirty girls in the room were. And I'd be like, yeah, that one over there is pretty nasty. And so they I just most of my like. Yeah, most of my customers were regulars, and I really, so I didn't really take my clothes off much. I just sat one night a week with regulars, and because I'm way too open and honest, and I'm not really good at lying, and like, so, but yes, that, so. Well, on that note, gentlemen, Leonard, Daniel Leonard, tell us something that we wouldn't know, and it, it might not be as impressive, but please do share. I know it's not going to be as impressive. <laughs> I feel like uh, I should have went first. <laughs> and then everybody's going to get let down towards the end of the, the podcast here. <laughs> um, here, yeah, Napalm can go first if he wants to. You're good? Okay, let me see here. Um, uh, I t okay, <laughs> odd thing. I spoke a different language first. So growing up as a kid, huh. I spoke another language. And I think this, <laughs> when I learned to speak English and read, and read um, it didn't make sense to me. So I found it extremely difficult, even to this day, reading in English because the spelling makes no sense. Um, uh, if you, most other countries, uh, there's, there's not as, as many just rules that you need to know when it comes to language. Um, but uh, English, American English, is very complicated with just random rules where letters are just put in and taken out just because somebody wanted to put it in and take it out. And so even like, you know, growing up through, through school, going through classes, uh, reading English just was difficult, uh, a challenge for me. So, so that's mine. Hey, Mom. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Um, I believe I have something of Nathan that he can share dance related. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, that totally speaks to Bretta's and HB's. So, I mean, I feel he should share this with us. They do not know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, I actually I am a... <laughs> At a later date, Mill 2.0. This At will 2 this, if you come. this will be presented. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Whether whether it be in full demonstration, <laughs> because enough vodka shots in, I can get napalm. It's that Eve said you got a show to know. Hey, at so at 
at mill <laughs> two point oh. Can we can we can we install a pole? Can we install a pole? Okay. But seriously, Napalm, just something quick. Not, you're quiet. Most people don't know everything about you, so just one thing that someone wouldn't know. I'd rather be at a lake with a fishing pole in my hand, <laughs> just fishing, than probably running all these races. But it is, it's just something I would rather do. It's more relaxed, chill. There's no pressure. All you have to do is just sit there and enjoy the view and hope you catch a big fish. That was pretty good. I'm trying to think of something that's related to the topics here, but I don't. I don't Kevin, know. you got some. I don't know. Skimpy. I, something you want to tell us? No, I've never worked at a strip club. Have you gone to a strip club? Yeah, I've been to a couple. Yeah. So, I'm in the military. What do you expect? So, I, we do these. I do these like almost every week. I know. It's hard. I don't have this time to think about. I know. And I kept. Well, you guys kept going down the strip club route. That throws you off. I wasn't going. Yeah. The guys, the guys are all, we're all distracted, and my, my mind's someplace else now. Well, then maybe we're not going to hear anything about Evan today. I don't know. We've kind of divulged enough. <laughs> I mean, the closest thing I have, so I'm obviously in bodybuilding, you wear like, was essentially like a man thong on stage, yes, I've right? Seen, I've seen those pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's pretty awkward. Um, okay, I'll go with something of that. So when you do, when you do bodybuilding, part of it is having a deep, tan right and you can get a natural tan but that does not suffice period right actually I'll, I'll, i got two good two good stories here yeah. uh, so in order to get the tan they need to spray you so you go into a spray tan booth and you can't have lines because you just can't have lines that's going to be visually unappealing so you get you get naked completely naked and some random stranger sometimes it's a girl sometimes it's a guy just sprays you down until you until you're completely covered everything all just spray everything down that's all like so I, I, uh, I mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta spread a little bit, but like, so that's super awkward. A lot of people don't think about that when they get into the bodybuilding world. Um, so that's kind of weird. Total deal breaker. <laughs> so I found that if you just don't look down, I'm like, definitely still clothed. I know what I know what that wind feels like, but uh, I'm definitely still clothed, and I just kind of ignore it. Um, so that's one pretty good story. <laughs> Second pretty good story is um, go to selection, like actual military selection, right? And you're not supposed to wear, for some reason they have this rule, like you're not supposed to wear spandex underneath your uniform. I don't know why the rule is there. We just make up rules for no reason, just for people to follow them. So we're in formation. We're talking like 200 dudes in formation. And the cadre is like, this is like, again, so actual military. It's not uh, like go rock or anything like that. The cadre is like, all right, we got to make sure none of you are wearing spandex. So, uh... Drop trowel. And the guy next to me goes, I've been waiting for that command my whole life. <laughs> and literally, like, rips his pants. Like, I hesitated because I was like, well, let me make sure they want me to do what I think they're saying. The guy next to me is, like, pants down, everything out in, like, two seconds. And I was like, what? Why have you been waiting that your whole life? Yeah, and then, like, they're like, all right. So everyone else drops trowel. And they're like, you know, they, they walk by, make sure. I mean, they don't, like, walk by in a spec, but it was, like, visually from afar away. So that was it. Um that's a pretty good story. Oh, man. Well, I think this has been great with all these um, interesting stories that y'all didn't know about us. We should probably wrap it up on that note. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, this is a quick podcast. Just kind of uh, welcome everyone into 2019. So I uh, hope you're all having a... Podcast. Yeah, we finally got him on. He's never even listened to one, so I mean, at least he's been on one now. <laughs> so f final shout out to some sponsors. Um, 
should have mentioned at the beginning of this episode, this episode right. is brought to you by Mud Run Guide. So we've partnered with Mud Run Guide, uh, obviously the leader in OCR news across the entire OCR world. So definitely check them out. Um, huge, fu- obviously I write most of my articles to them. Any other shout-outs you want to give, Brenna? Um, I will just say not necessarily divulging or giving away information, but just stay tuned and pay attention for some 2019 sponsor announcements that we have coming out for the CTG Pro team that I think will definitely interest the general public and be some helpful things for everybody. Um, But always a shout-out to all of our sponsors that we've had through 2018. They've been amazing and couldn't be doing what we do without their help and support. Yeah, mine are for sure... Rock tape, I rock tape, rock tape, rock tape. Uh, mud gear. Because she's broken sometimes. Yes. Because she's a bit on I'm the older side. Rock tape, <laughs> yes, all the time. Um, uh, mud gear, mud gear, phenomenal socks. I think all of us are wearing them today. Yes. Um, and then our dry robes. Yep. I think we we have our dry robes out in the car because it's so freaking cold in here. So, uh, phenomenal sponsors this year. Napalm, any shout-outs that you'd like to give to sponsors or anybody that's been helping you? Atomic Climbing Holds for always helping me when I, you know, want to get more on my grip strength, which I usually don't have any problems with that. What? When you're talking into the microphone. They're making fun of me because I'm holding the microphone. I don't even, I don't even know how to say it, but I'm... I don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, Daniel, is there anybody, any companies or anybody in particular, like person you want to give a shout out to or anything? Um, I mean, uh, I thoroughly enjoy rock tape. I feel it's uh, uh, thanks to uh, Napalm and uh, taping me up um, usually. Five yeah, five, five minutes before the, uh, before the wave lets off. You know, uh, I always run around. Uh, Nathan, Nathan, <laughs> tape me up, tape me up. <laughs> you, know, you know there's videos. You can order your own tape online, and you can watch the videos on how to do, I'm just saying. I always like interrupting Napalm like right napalm. before. He <laughs> likes the touch of Napalm. We like Napalm's soft hands touching him and taping him. Gosh, let's be honest, everybody. <laughs> and so now you know something about me. <laughs> That's in line with Britta, <laughs> HB, and Evans. Yeah, I can't watch the videos. I mean, it's not reading, but you know, kind of the same thing. <laughs> Visual. Um, and then, uh, uh, honestly, the uh, shout out goes to the uh, pro team. Uh, um, always uh, well welcoming at events and. Uh, uh, always let, let me kind of hang out and interrupt them with whatever and then and then Evan too 2018 was a hell of a performance and I was actually really impressed with uh, with some of the events that he did so awesome well thank you Daniel for that and just want to say thanks for all of us being here together it's been a lot of fun Daniel's also going in on a, on a funding solution with me to create my new movie <laughs> it's my home alone movie rated R <laughs> Full on violence. With PD- oh, I'm not supposed to say that. Okay, yeah. I can't share that. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the Strength and Speed podcast. We'll catch you all later. Uh, have a good 2019. Bye. Happy Bye. New Year.